0: and good afternoon everyone welcome to this week's new episode of the xbox lunch break special i'm your host mr boomstick xl and my god what an amazing week for gaming we have of thieves breaking news we have halo news coming we also have the game awards grand theft auto 6 trailer tomorrow at 9 a.m eastern And we're not even through the week yet. I mean, holy cow. uh, Obviously, if you've been keeping your ear to the floor and if you're into gaming, you should be. The Game Awards are happening this Thursday. And Jeff Keighley did a sit-down, you know, kind of ask him anything. And we have learned that there are going to be a lot of new IP dropping in regards to the quote-unquote world premieres, as we know that they have pulled from... You know, the tapes, no more world premieres, but listen, I'm very excited. I know a lot of people are, you know, down on Jeff, especially if you're an Xbox fan with, you know, how a lot of the IPs that we thought were going to hit big actually didn't. But you know something? Apparently, Xbox is going to be there, and they're bringing some wares, folks. What those wares are, well, we're going to have to learn and find out on Thursday, but we have an amazing show for you here today today. But more importantly, even before that, we have someone making their absolute amazing debut. I actually found him on the socials talking about the quote unquote Xbox tax and how he sees it. He has a p- fresh perspective and a really, really stout opinion on why this continues. Let's welcome in Fly Guy GBG. What's going on, brother? Welcome to the program. Glad to have you. Oh, you are muted, brother. I am muted.
1: Yes, there you go. I am. I, I try to be uh, respectful of people, so. But yeah, how you guys doing? Um, again, my name is Flag Guy GBG. I appreciate y'all having me on.
0: Well, listen, man, it's great to have you here. We're gonna bring you in, and we're gonna actually go to you first regarding why you decided to make these these videos. You put them on on, on Twitter X, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that, and they were pretty good, man. They broke it down as to you know what happened with Destin Legary. And some of the other things we're gonna get we're gonna get into. And again, folks, we're not gonna spend an hour talking about Destin. What happened is what happened. But uh, a good friend of the program, great friend of the community, the Black Viking. Not only did he put out an amazing tweet looking at well how some of the how IGEN continues to well not give uh, Xbox their flowers uh, even when they're wrong, even when they are proven wrong. They find a way to use negativity for an advancement of engagement. It's actually quite disgusting. And we'll break that down. And speaking of the Black Viking, please go follow that man because this, I think it's the fifth, which would be tomorrow. He is launching his own podcast. I'll drop that in the, I'll drop his link in there so you can go and sub his channel. The first show goes live tomorrow. We'll get more details. And I'll share that with you later on. But let's welcome in Web Dave. Web Dave, obviously, uh, you are a big part of this show and Breakfast Boom on Friday mornings. You had one heck of a who a who a who dad last night with uh, with your, with your guests, and as expected, well, it was a little off the rails. How you feeling, brother? Well,
2: feeling good, a little little tired, but uh, but yeah, last last night I did have TTS. That's right. Sean and Dirt Griggity on the show and uh it was as expected. Uh a, a very fun time was had by all. Yeah. I definitely suggest you watch the replay. Uh it was um it was good and uh and and some reason Dirt had to do a lot of uh sniping in the in the uh, <clears throat> in, the, uh in the in the chat, chat huh? from uh, yeah, from wow. a few a few ponies that came in and boy were they just they they had that cut and paste down quick. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, listen, uh, Dirt. <laughs> D- I mean, listen. If you don't know who Dirk Riggett is, you, you, folks, I'm here to tell you, you're doing it all wrong. One of the best segments in the business, known as the POS of the week. <laughs> yep, <laughs> one of my favorite segments. And uh, Dirt's a good dude. And uh, yeah, you know, listen, he 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 wears it on his sleeve. He's an Xbox guy, and that's perfectly fine. Yep. And he's not afraid to talk about it. And his channel is dedicated to celebrating Xbox and cutting everyone else's legs off. And you know what? If you don't <laughs> like it, then don't listen. I don't know what to tell you. Fuzzy <laughs> Belvedere, our best driver in the business. And obviously, you saw this weekend I was hanging out with my nephew, Tyler, and he was getting down with one of your favorite games of the year, and that is Gran Turismo 7. Actually, his first time he played it, he came in fourth. Not nice. this came in second in his, his second race. Uh, how you doing, man? Welcome back.
3: Oh, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Glad we have a, a special guest on here today as well. Loved your uh, segment on the, uh, the Xbox tax, but I'm pretty sure we'll get into it. But, uh, man, oh, man, just this week is really building up. And, you, you know, uh, GTA tomorrow, the the trailer, everybody's been waiting for for probably about 10 years, it feels. And then uh, we got the Game Awards where Xbox is going to, you know, definitely show up, even though they may not get all the awards. But they're going to have some stuff to show us. So looking forward to that and looking forward to this show today. So let's do this.
0: Well, listen, uh, we're ha- glad to have you here, brother, and we're going to get into, yes, we're, we're opening up with uh, last week, uh, the running narrative, Fly Guy, was that Xbox was going third party. And we knew just from the, just the nature of it, it was a load of BS, right? We knew they weren't going third party. This comes the way of Tim Stewart, CFO of Xbox. He had made uh, some commentary uh, that made the way of the uh, public knowledge where he was talking to investors where he said that he wanted to bring xbox to anything that had a screen which suggests that they were eventually going to put xbox game pass on to of course playstation network and nintendo switch uh and uh, you know very quickly Uh, Phil Spencer sat down with Jez Corden, great friend of this program, amazing creator and journalist, uh, one half of the Xbox Two podcast with Randall Thor, another good friend of mine, to have an amazing interview, uh, which I actually have ready to go in front of me. And it really did uh, immediately quash the whole third party thing. And uh, the title of the uh, article, which, again, written by Jez Corden, it was published three days ago, he says, and I quote from Phil Spencer, we have no plans to bring Xbox Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo. And he continues, Xbox CEO Phil Spencer on console hardware, the future of Activision Blizzard, and more. Now, there was one particular part that, of course, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big nerd, folks, and, and, I, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it. The words Banjo Kazooie were made (laughs) uh, in that conversation. And folks, I'm here to tell you that when I met Phil Spencer last year, you asked me, What what did you talk about? Well, I can't specifically say, but I had an opportunity and and I could have said anything. I could have asked for any game in the Xbox catalog and I didn't, folks. And I mentioned Banjo Kazooie to the CEO of microsoft gaming I, that, that is all i will say and i will say that after meeting phil spencer and i've said this before folks he is as cool as the other side of the pillow that dude is who you thought he was an absolute gentleman one of the one of the most welcoming ceos i've personally ever met and i've met quite a few in my in my career absolute gentleman um and yeah i did ask for banjo kazooie you know I, I shot my shot if or I, if you will uh, but listen, Fly Guy, I want to bring you in because um you mm-hmm. had a lot to say specifically on this quote-unquote Xbox tax. Now, I want to bring in the Black Viking once again. Um, because he put out a tweet and it's pretty, pretty good. Um, now IGN did two stories. The first story, of course, because you know, they are used to being negative. That's just what they do, right? That's 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 what they do. Now, um, the hold on a second i just lost it okay so the the the, the two articles from IGN the first one was said this uh, in a tweet once again expressed uh, xbox has expressed its desire to get game pass subscription service and first party games on playstation and nintendo as well as other platforms and of course that was the before phil spencer interview now of course tim stewart cfo He, uh, you know, he was talking to investors, obviously, people that are going to invest in the business. And the point that Tim was trying to make was, yes, they do want to get uh, uh, Xbox Game Pass on every screen possible. He might have overstepped with the whole PlayStation and Nintendo thing. But very quickly, like I said in the opening, Fly Guy, uh, Phil Spencer responded as you would expect a CEO to do. And uh, the next article is actually after Phil Spencer said what I said in the opening and that they have no plans to bring uh, Xbox Game Pass or any of their first party games to PlayStation or Nintendo, right? So here is the second article. And this is where we start wondering, when is IGN ever going to admit they're wrong? The question is, or should I say the answer is, probably never. Because the following article after, you know, the bombastic interview with Jez Corden and Phil Spencer, they have a a follow-up tweet, which happened 10 hours after the first one. And it simply says this, "In in, in an extensive interview with Windows Central, Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer spoke on a variety of topics, including one area players have been asking for some improvements, and that is Xbox achievements like i read that article twice fly guy and i gotta be honest with you there was a lot more tantalizing information in there than achievements this is what we are talking about they don't seem to play fair let's get your hot take on this man and why we brought you in and what you had to say originally on twitter yeah so
1: (laughs) what uh ign I don't even know what to say to that because it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird energy because once one, they go ahead and uh, start off with negative negativity. Okay, whatever. But then when uh, Phil Spencer corrects that negativity, they don't put out another article stating, Hey, no, this is exactly what's going on. The CEO is saying that they're not going third party, but they might bring games like call of duty to, to, to PlayStation. That's, that's, that's a whole different uh, topic. That they could have gone with, but instead they want to bring up achievement. So it's like anything that paints Xbox in, in positive light just goes over there they don't they don't want to do that, they, they never want to do that, and I don't I I genuinely don't get that. Um, don't get me wrong, a lot of people say, well, this is the same thing that happened in the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 uh, era, and just like Xbox, that was PlayStation's fault. That was nobody else's fault, right? But now Xbox is doing great right they're doing they're, they're doing they're doing everything that they uh that they need to do they're building a future that we, that's going to probably hopefully be where we don't have to pay 70 dollars a game but ne- but nobody wants to talk talk about the positive in that everything is negative i don't get that
0: yeah it's unfortunate uh i did a tweet and i'm trying to find it because it's uh it, it's relevant to exactly what, you, what you're saying so let me just let me just okay so this okay th- now i actually responded. To what the Black Vikings said, and I said this, and I'm going to get your, get your hot take on this. I said, the consistent backhanded compliments, do IGN and their writers no favors? I'm not the only one that sees this insult for engagement behavior. The fact that it's suggested from the gaming media slash community it doesn't exist is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And listen, we know that they are doing this for engagement. We also know, Fly Guy, that mm-hmm. anything negative, Continues to be a driver for clicks and engagement for places like GameSpot and IGN and PC Mag. And uh, listen, I know a lot of people are like, well, you're engaging with them right now. You got to listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. If this stuff continues to happen, rest assured, double barrel gaming is going to cover it. I'm not going to sit quietly in the corner and just pretend it doesn't exist because other people want to do that. If the media is going to consistently go against a brand that I think that's one of my favorite brands, like mm-hmm. sports, I'm going to respond in kind. Now I'm not going to be disrespectful, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to curse and, and act a fool, but I will put them on front street and have this conversation. So, with that said, and, and, you know, like uh, my my go my, my go back. What what are your thoughts on that, Fly Guy?
1: Uh I just think. Uh... I think we should all keep uh, continue to voice our opinions on on, on these uh, on these these topics, um, and because PlayStation is the majority right now, right? Yes. So the reason they're doing these stories is because PlayStation is the majority, and anything that's going to point negative uh, negative light to uh, to Xbox, these PlayStation, I'm not going to call them fanboys, whatever it is, these PlayStation pr- uh, people that prefer PlayStation, they're going to click on these articles and and spend their narratives. So I think it's going to continue to happen. Um, because of the majority but i don't think it should right i don't think it should
0: i, I agree uh it's it's look like i said I, I and i say this all the time folks i i'm not a boob i understand that gaming is a business i understand mm-hmm. that companies like ign and the aforementioned uh pc mag and Gamespot and kotaku and giant bomb and a lot, of these, a lot of these websites that use anti-Xbox rhetoric for clicks, they use backhanded compliments when, whenever they can, mm-hmm. followed up, like you just saw, with changing the narrative. Instead of talking about, oh, yeah, you know what, I'm, we're happy that, that Xbox did clear up that they're not going there. They talk about achieve, the achievement system. It's, it, to me, it's just wacky. And it proves that they do not have Xbox in their best interest. And this is when I say that if I was the CEO, for, for, even for uh, for an hour, mm-hmm. I would, t- you know how I would punish? I would punish these websites. And I would be very open and blatant about it. If you're going to, if you're going to go, because my thing is this, every time that they go out and they write a negative article, mm-hmm. they're hurting your brand. and. The casuals, as we know, are the majority. So you, uh, there are a lot of people in this community right here, right mm-hmm. now, that think that we're the voices. We're not. We're the are. We are the, the extreme. We're, we, you can consider us the tip of the spear. But the the length of the spear is this. The, the casuals. They they make up mm-hmm. eighty plus percent of gaming. And when the casuals, may, maybe they don't read every article. But if you put enough negative articles out there, it's gonna come across someone's desk and they're gonna read keep it. Between the
1: same starfield thing, keep tweeting the same starfield thing over and over. Like
0: it's crazy. How many times did did, did you see a game spot tweet that they gave Starfield a seven? Because I counted 23 times. Mm. Like, okay, we know you gave it a seven, you didn't like it. I get it. We also know on the back end GameSpot that your ad read. Uh, ad revenue is funded 46 plus percent by PlayStation. Ooh, is that a coincidence? I, I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with iGen. 46% of their ad rev is PlayStation funded. So when you see someone on a plane that's using a sat link for Tesla and they're pretending as if their PS portal is working so great and they put it out on the socials, You kind of wonder what's happening. Well, they're selling the brand of PlayStation because they're being paid to do so. Uh, If it were me and I was the CEO for a hot minute, um, I would be less likely to give an an interview to IGN. You know who I would give an interview to that doesn't get enough credit for the work that they do? Andy Robinson and the team over at VGC. Now, Andy does not know who I am, and that is okay, but I know who Andy is. I'm a big fan of his work. And I'm a huge fan of VGC. They deserve a, a you know a first uh you know a reveal. I'd like to see X- Xbox specifically reach out to Andy and his team. They do an amazing job over at VGC mm-hmm. and maybe pass over IGN because I don't think I really do not think that Xbox needs them. But we will come to you back to you in a second, Fly Guy. Love the answer, super appreciate it. D- Dave. You know, obviously you're gonna let it all hang out. Let, let's talk about this because the, the black Viking who has been uh an, he basically exploded on the scene. The guy has been uh on, on the level of like a J Rock, which J is a good friend of mine. That guy is just <laughs> Mr. Gremlin himself, he's been relentless. And, and for good reason, the black Viking out there dropping the bars. I wanna hear yours. Uh, you know, when you consider instead of, of IGN uh writing on a rebuttal about oh you know what glad that xbox kind of cleared that up they're not going third party instead they keep the negative narrative about well you know gamers have been complaining about that achievement system and well that's what i got from that article if that's what you got from that article something is wrong are you there dave uh oh, Dave had to step away for a hot second. Yeah, he might.
3: Um, Yeah, he's away for a, bit, a minute. Okay, but, uh, why don't I, I'll, I'll pick you, it up?
0: Please, by all means. I, I I'm sorry because I was I was actually trying to pull up a tweet. So I wasn't in front of me. But go ahead, knock it out of the park, Fuzzy.
3: Yeah, like the biggest thing that that always bothers me with like places like IGN is much like uh, Fly Guy was saying. It it they always pick up the negative. If if there's anything positive, they kind of skip over it. It's like you they answered and debunked their their previous thing about the whole third party deal and they they want to focus on achievements which you know goes to show like just like i used to joke about them it's only a matter of time before they do something about like having double a batteries in the controller or the series s is a potato like they they always like to fall back on those same things now luckily the whole 900p versus 1080p thing has been squashed long ago and then they never revisited how you know, a lot of games were either native 4K or closer to 4K resolution on the Xbox One X versus the uh, the PS uh, Four Pro, but uh, mm-hmm. it 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 it's telling that you know as far as where their marketing dollars are and their engagement and all of that, it, it would seem like if they even started to do positive ads or not ads, but like par- positive articles about Xbox, they would probably get the same engagement. It's just that PlayStation guys will be in the the uh, comments, you know, saying PlayStation better, PlayStation or, better. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or things like that. And instead of them being like, oh yeah, you know, Xbox is dead. Xbox has no games. It, it's like IGN is the epitome of like a fanboy media site posing as an actual, legitimate
1: gaming media site um can i piggyback up piggyback off of something you said really quickly before you continue yeah yeah go ahead so so (laughs) it's funny um with the uh, xbox and playstation uh, resolution mattered until xbox had better resolution um Mm -hmm. they didn't (laughs) when uh playstation was killed playstation 4 was killing xbox one when it comes to the resolution, they always talked about it. But as soon as Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro came out, they kind of were like, ah, eh, let's not talk about it no more. And now, you know, uh, PlayStation Five had a few wins over Xbox as far as like performance and whatnot. Now they want to talk about it again. It's like anytime Xbox is winning, they don't want to hit. The, we they don't want to talk about that. Yeah, they, it, 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 it goes. To sh- yeah, it it
3: definitely goes to show that they have, uh, uh like either blinders on or intentionally or just you know pushing one side of the story they, they have, I mean, let, let's call it like it is They they have their own agenda when it comes to which, which uh, platform they're cheering for. Um, I was thinking like, kind of like what Moon was saying, if he was CEO for like an hour or, or for like a short period of time, what he would do. I, I think it's almost to the point where IGN gets review copies the day of release, nothing earlier ever again. And until, they show that they're not going to be um, bias. Yeah, bias. Like and, and people will point out, oh, well, they gave you know Forza Horizon, you know uh, glowing scores and some other games glowing scores. That was when Xbox was their whipping boy for the most part, and there wasn't a direct competition as far as a PlayStation title. I mean, Drive Club has been dead since like 2018 since they uh, closed the server. So you know, having something like Forza Horizon and get a, a better score, isn't that big of a deal because PlayStation doesn't have a direct answer. Um, And it always seems like if there is more of an answer, like now that GT seven exists, Oh, well, motorsport.
1: Well, you know, I'm about to say well, GT seven got a higher rating than motorsport. And I, I cannot agree with that. I'm sorry.
3: I can, well, the, the funniest part about the whole thing was they kept on talking about uh microtransactions and motorsport seven when they weren't any, you you couldn't buy loot boxes. They were Dude, basically that was the craziest in- thing. <laughs> yeah, it was your in-game credits would allow you to like if you you could either just buy the cars outright or you could buy their like gift box with your in-game credits that you won from racing and or paint schemes or tuning uh, 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 downloads and things like that. And then you could buy that little gift box for like I think it was like twenty five k, and you had the potential of getting. 25000 in in like bonus or or boost cards or up to a $200,000 car. So it was like, hey, instead of a wheel spin, you could go with these boxes from your winnings, or you could just buy the car at the full price <laughs> from your winnings, not out of your pocket from the store. But yet with GT7, they had the, the whole microtransactions, which went from GT Sport to GT7. $5 used to be able to buy you like two or three, you know, Ten million to twenty million dollar cars. Well, oh now, now, now you got to spend a million dollars in
1: real life. Yeah, it's like no, you, to,
3: I think it's forty dollars to buy a twenty million dollar car in real real dollars. Like forty real dollars to buy a twenty million dollar car. And a virtual car. They they purposely well now recently they've upped the winnings as far as what they'll uh give you as far as distribution, but prior to that it was like it was the worst uh, Gran Turismo in history for grinding to get dollars to buy cars. Like, I think it was an average of like six hours to get a million dollars on the initial. If you were just doing like the regular races until they added some of the newer ones. So to get a million dollars, you had to race for six hours or you could spend, I think it was $10 for a million or something along those lines. So that was clear that it wasn't in the the pre-release, but it was definitely in the final version, but none of the reviewers went back and said, Hey, this is a scummy practice. Let's call it out. No, of course not. Because it's PlayStation, but yet they harped over, you know, loot boxes that you couldn't buy with real world dollars, just your in-game currency. And that was like, it was, it was gambling. And it's, it's, it's negative because you could, you know, spend money. I'm like, well, where, where can I spend money to buy these boxes? Like, and they never answered that. Well, it, and then when they, I guess they got finally proven wrong about it, then they were like, "Well, eventually they could turn on a switch to to do that." But it's like, "Well, where were you guys about turning on the switch that PlayStation did for GT Seven for their loot, or not loot boxes, but their microtransactions?" So it, it's it's a never-ending tale, and I think until more you know, uh, I guess you could say not necessarily reliable, but more credible news sources, whether it's your VGCS or your Windows Centrals and things like that. Or the the news or the gaming news go tos, I, I I think it's it's just a matter of time before you know some of that ad revenue dries up because it looks like PlayStation is going to have to start pinching pennies when it comes to some stuff. Not saying that they're going broke or anything like that, but you know if they're you know making the PS Portal a console or count as a console sale and. They're telling shareholders that, oh well, we were about 10 million off of what we originally projected, but uh hey, the PS Portal is a console, so yeah, we might make it type of thing. It, it just seems like it it's weird. And, and and it's funny to me that nothing negative PlayStation ever really gets published or talked about, whether it's the lawsuit that they're going through now as far as right now not having digital games available anywhere else but they're in it in their store. Um it, it it's just I don't know. I IGN is is the epitome of like a PlayStation fanboy news site, but it is what it is.
1: But I yeah, don't think it's just IGN. I think it's a a lot of these media sites like Metro. Was Metro the one that gave Me- Hi Five Met- Rush the
0: Yeah, it was Metro. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like they bro, basically what? said
0: we, we we'd like to give it a higher score, but we can't because, because Xbox hasn't had a consistent first party cadence. Which which is stupid. I don't know i i i didn't know we were reviewing cadence, I thought we were reviewing the game, but you know again this is this is this you know it is what it is dave i, I want to get your take. you you've been very very stout in your in your your opinions regarding the gaming media so I i say that the gaming media should be punished um because and and I say that and I don't mean like you know assaulted. What I mean is that l- less likely to get a review code or a a first, like IGN has their IGN firsts, right? And they put it out on Front Street that they that they have these IGN firsts, and it gets them a lot of views. See, for me, if you're going to hurt my brand, no matter what I do, whether it's great or not, then why do I need you? So Tavish Hill, and I'm going to get to the Super Chats in a second. We've got a, quite a few of them. Tavish Hill, good friend of the program, always here in the chat. He actually says something that's pretty interesting. I want to pose this question to you, Dave and I'd like you to re- respectfully uh, respond, of course. he says, I think punishing the press isn't a good idea. Uh, that won't help the brand image among consumers. instead, give the public free game trials the same day as a review co- uh, as review codes go out, let gamers steer the conversation and even though that sounds like a really good idea, they are not in the business of giving anything away for free, especially a game. Uh, even if it's in in demo form. Uh, Game Pass practically is free for your $17 a month versus the amount of content you're getting. I say, why should... And again, my whole point, Tavish, is this. If IGN is going to go out of their way, whether it be a political agenda, uh, like Dan Stapleton, he does not like um, consolidation within the industry. He said that publicly. And... You know, so you have to ask yourself, is his seven worth, you know, is it it pointed because of his distaste for Microsoft buying Activision, Blizzard King and and, and potentially buying Bethesda? Well, I don't know because I'm not him and I'm not going to assume that I do. What I'm saying is that when you put certain things out there, you have to wonder. Why one particular uh, entity is reviewed as if they can do no wrong and other one, no matter how good they do, meaning Xbox, there's always a negative angle. There's never a positive first. See, and that's the difference, I think, that we see. It's a positive first Sony narrative. No matter what, and like I said, what's interesting, folks, and and, and please, again, I know we don't, I don't want to spend too much longer on this because we've talked this to death. But if you think that I'm, I'm making this stuff up, 2023, by any year prior, is probably the worst year in PlayStation platform history on a multitude of levels that started all the way in January moving forward. They have stepped on so many rakes there, and face is numb. But yet, someone like an IGN refuses to report on how poorly they treat their consumers, how terrible their business practices are, and how many people are leaving in droves. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, it starts with all the way at the head of the uh, you know head of the table, which was Jim Ryan, and he was you know you know he left because he didn't want to fly anymore. We know he was fired. Connie Booth is another uh, uh, another person. She has produced 120 plus games, and she was shooed away like she didn't matter. Her whole team got up and left because of it. But no one really talks about that at IGN. Those should have been front page news drops, but they weren't. IGN would rather tell you that Xbox is going third party, and when they're co- and, and when that when that situation is course corrected with the head of microsoft gaming sitting down dave with an in and 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 clearing that up instead of retracting or at least you know doing an update to the story they talk about the achievement system being a problem this is this is what i'm talking about folks it's blatant dave let's get your hot take on this man i i've i've talked enough
2: (laughs) okay so your your question was, what is um, the standard or the or the expectation from these sites?
0: No, the, 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 I mean, listen, the, <laughs> it's okay. It, it, I was long-winded there. Okay. Quite frankly, the, the 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 industry. I really want you to respond to Tavish Hill. Do, do you think that that someone like an IGN and a GameSpot and a Kotaku and a PC Mag should be the last on the list, or the last one that you answer the phone uh, when you when when someone like an IGN is trying to get a first. Like, are okay, you yeah. less likely to drop? Uh, you know, a game like like I th- I think Fly Guy actually had a great point where he said that you know what you, you you're not getting it uh three weeks in advance. You're getting it. You get day off. That that's when that's when you're getting the review code. Uh, 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 or or that Did you say that fuzzy?
3: Yeah, because okay, so, I figured it would be like Hi-Fi Rush at that point. They, yeah, they yeah, so, so, to down yeah. It.
0: You know what? You're, you're not getting a, a code two weeks early. You're getting it a day of release, and then you guys work it out. Because you don't deserve... If you're going to hurt us with your poor reviews, then why should I play nice? What, what, how do you respond to that, Dave?
2: Well, if you take a step back from the they're out to get us, because pretty much they are, and the reason for that is money... <laughs> Because right. it, it's all about the money and where their ad revenue and where their subscriber base comes from. It's mainly from the market leader, Sony, because they have the most fans and most people that come and get information in gaming because casual gamers, because they, that's what they know. So the the question is, do you do you not um, give them a code? You You have to you You literally can't leave them out of the loop because if you if you leave them out of the loop, if you're like, "Then you know what the headlines are going to be, what's Microsoft hiding with such and such game? Because we didn't get an early access code, and that means you know there's her problems on this game, blah blah blah, and that's the headlines for every site, every pony site, everything. Now, I'm not saying you you treat them any different than anybody else. you know, maybe you don't give them fifty codes and then one guy who doesn't like the system reviews it, you you maybe give them one code for, for the whole, quote-unquote, you know, division. Well, in fact, like IGN, uh, America, IGN, Europe, IGN, the different ones, if you've noticed in the past, there's been times when, like, IGN, the USA has given, like, poor, poor reviews where, like, the IGN Brazil was like, this is the best game I've ever played. <laughs> it's like, well, imagine that. So, you know, it, there's, there's definitely a good and bad to to what you're doing, but you can actually hurt yourself more if you, if you don't, you know, give the code to, to all the sites that, that, that are legitimate news sites that, that should have the code. It should be reviewing it. And then if they quote unquote, step on their own ranks or, you know, downplay the game. Hopefully, there's going to be another enough other sites that you that you've put the code out to that will actually balance the narrative. And I, like I'm I, the the biggest thing for me to 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 consider is that that's this is now, and you and you're right. This this year has been horrible, absolutely shameful for Sony and the the products and stuff that they've put out. And then how how the coverage has been like everything's fine nothing to see here and the world's burning around them you know that's um (laughs) that's that's pretty much the way it it has been but like i said it's about the money and and if sony sees problem they're gonna throw money at her hey you guys need to do this review and and if and if You think Did Xbox boring?
1: do that with Starfield though? They they excluded a media outlet um, where they only gave they gave it to Digital Foundry, but yes, not Digital they, Foundry's they, parent company or whatever.
0: Yes, I forgot what they it was. Did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they wind up doing that. They complained publicly and then and then Microsoft, you know, did what they did. They overcorrected and they're like, oh, okay, here's a review code. See, I wouldn't, I've been like, Yeah, well, you know what, you guys are a bunch of D's. So you're not getting a code. Sorry. You know, you right. got so way to that's 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 how I would roll it.
2: But you know. But and it's and it's and like I said, this it's a balance and it's why you gotta be careful, not um, you know, because because all that all that will do if if you were to hold codes from all these people. I mean, if there's a legitimate quote unquote not a legitimate news source company, you know, I mean, like I didn't get a code. I shouldn't have got a code, you know. <laughs> but for me, like, you know, boom and his channel and following. You should have got a code. And I believe you ended up eventually getting a code later yes, on. Yes, I was going to Bethesda for exactly. Starfield. Yeah, I, I, so, I got it
0: the day of release. Yes, but I, but you, still, know,
2: you know, that's, that's a code. You didn't have to, you'd have to buy an extra thing. You you got the code and that's, that's awesome because those are the kind of things that they need to, to, to keep in balance. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I think in, 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 the long run, in a few years, as the tide changes, and 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 I did say it the other day, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you everybody, pay close attention to the to the to the game awards. Not who's getting the awards, but how the coverage is, where the advertising is, and what you walk away from it. So will will the game awards be the big winner? Will Sony be the big winner, or will Microsoft be the big winner in the hearts and minds of gamers? Because there's gonna be millions and millions of people watching this, and it's the Average gamer that they have to go after now yes. Can has I to ask go a question after
1: to all of you guys real quick. Sure. Do you guys think that the media should should determine a winner? Like, I think it shouldn't be media determining a winner. I, I don't think a, a winner should be determined. I think if you like the games, you like the games regardless of the platform.
2: Okay, well, I, my answer to be. that is that yeah. there is multiple award shows based on mm-hmm. different criteria. Yeah. His particular show is based off of. News outlets that he thinks are pertinent enough, which some of them are not, but he thinks that are, and that's and that's where he gets his pool from. but there are a lot of other different award shows which don't get near the credibility they should that do things different ways. there's even a few award shows that are more credible, I think because they're strictly one thousand percent based off fan voting okay. and nothing else, so I mean you just you just have to. Like I said, there's probably 15 really good award shows for gaming every year, but one or two are the ones that really get pushed up. Or like you know, you know. But but yet, if you if you look at a game box and you see you know, you know, game of the year. Oh wow, really cool. That's it's. Oh what what award they win? (laughs) What company was that? You know, because you're gonna you're gonna pick and pull all you can. That's that's my point. Gotcha.
0: Fuzzy, you want to answer that question, brother? Yeah,
3: I I kind of want to see a change overall, but but Dave is right. There's there's many of them that have different criteria. For me, I would like to see something that's held January and February time frame. So that way you have the full scope the whole of the year. Here, and then have it where yes. it's kind of like a mixture between those in the industry, whether it's part of like studios or uh, representatives from different platforms. You can have mm-hmm. some of the media mixed in there, some of the uh, content creators or influencers as well. And then have like uh, a, I would say a third of it be the actual gamers themselves. like if if there was a way to, you know, d- divvy it up where each per or each group gets like a third of the uh, input as far as the vote or the narrowing down of the categories, kind of like what they did for the fan vote for the game awards. I would like to see something similar to that where it's like, okay, fifty games came out. Here's the top twenty, and then we narrow it down to the the top ten. And then, you know the the uh, fans start voting based on those top ten, and you know they get like a third of the the weight for the vote. Those in the industry, because it, like the Dice Awards, I think is peer to peer. So it's like you know the the people over at EA are voting on games that might be from Ubisoft, and Ubisoft is voting on games that might be from PlayStation, and you know so on and so forth. And then have it where like you know some of the sites, whether it's your your VGCS, your Windows Centrals. And unfortunately, your IGNs as well. But it, at least at that point, I guess their weight isn't as heavy as it is like with Metacritic or even with the Game Awards where they count almost for like three votes to like, you know, Windows Central's one or whatever the case may be kind of thing. But uh, I'd, I'd like to see some changes or somebody do a more in- inclusive voting process um, uh, or a more yeah. transparent inclusive voting process process as far as fans uh industry uh people as well as uh, those in the media and and come to some you know
1: because hi-fi rush step. not being a, a candidate is crazy to me but that's just yeah i don't know I, could I, I, I speculation here but i i think
3: a lot of us would probably agree if it was on a different platform it probably 100%. would have been nominated
0: dude <laughs> it, it i put it to this way and I really mean this. And like I said, not I'm saying playing... what
1: platform, not saying which one though.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm <laughs> gonna I'm, I'm gonna make a blanket statement. Uh Hypothetically, if Hi-Fi Rush would has which we have heard actual journalists say, wow, this looks like a PlayStation game, which I don't even know what that means, but I I guess maybe that's quality. Okay, fine. Um, if 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 Hi-Fi Rush would have been on, let's say, a different platform. We're not going to say which one it is. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, it would have gotten a nomination in every category. It would have walked away with nine noms, uh, as much as Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man got seven, uh, and Spider-Man Two is a good game. It is not a great game. Uh, it is an eight point five currently for me. Uh, it's not going to go higher than that because I played this already. And, and again, not not a knock on it. I'm quite enjoying myself, but it is. Very much a Spider-Man game. Hi-Fi Rush is a game that, yes, it got two nominations less, but probably should have gotten two nominations more. Uh, and uh, I, I've said this before, uh, and I will say it again: Starfield completely snubbed. Uh, it did get its one nom right for for RPG of the year, which we know it's going to lose to uh, Baldur's Gate Three. Baldur's and, Gate. Baldur's yep. Gate Three is is quite frankly a it's a masterclass mm-hmm. achievement from from uh, from that team. Cannot argue that. Um, but I will say, and I'm going to stand on this square, uh, and we're going to move on to the next topic, folks, that if Starfield would have eventually ended up as a PlayStation exclusive as they wanted it to be, because they wanted it to be an exclusive. Uh, they tried to make it an exclusive. And mm-hmm. instead of uh, instead of uh, PlayStation buying the exclusivity, well, Microsoft just bought the whole company. Instead of <laughs> buying the cow, they bought the farm. And because of that, there you saw a lot of backlash for, this not coming to another platform so that i really believe that if this was a playstation exclusive folks it would have been game of the generation game of the year uh and it would it would have gotten nominations as much as spider-man potentially more even even with boldars gate 3 in there i think they would have split nominations evenly that's my take on it um but again that's that, that that's speculation i do want to move on folks we still have two topics Uh, Phil Spencer, as we're going to get into it, because during this interview, during the uh, not that particular interview with Jez Corden, he was actually in Brazil. They had a uh, you know, they had one of their show, their big shows in Brazil. And one of the big takeaways besides Phil Spencer being there to talk with the the Brazilian fans, which we know he loves, uh, it was confirmed that um, that Starfield has crossed 12 plus million players that is pretty good and we know we know for a fact folks it has sold over 10 million copies uh that is also big considering it is on of course game pass, game pass. um but let, let me catch let me catch up on the super chats and we'll get into that topic and then of course we'll get into a few other things before we get on out of here highlander double one generous friend of the program has gifted Five Double Barrel Gaming memberships. That is very kind of you. You've done that more times than not, and I truly appreciate the generosity. So Highlander001, thank you so much for that. Kirby Zero Louise, very good friend of the program. He drops, folks, a $20 Super Chat, and he says, Oh, but guys, IGN put out a follow-up article on this, except it's two paragraphs long and mostly lazy copy and paste. What Phil said. MSM journalist, everyone, um, a super chat to show support for an honest channel. That is very kind of you. We appreciate the kind words and, of course, the generosity. Pip1006 drops a very generous five-pound super chat and says, how will IGN spin PlayStation stealing or getting rid of your paid-for content? That's right, folks. They put out, a, I don't know if you saw the email there is some content in in, in films that if you bought from PlayStation is no longer going to be available. So if you paid actual money for it, you would think you'd have the rights to use it. The answer is no, you do not. So if you bought certain uh, films from a certain, um, from a certain company, they're no longer going to be available. And PlayStation is not giving refunds, which we know that they don't. So very disappointing there. Simon Brandy drops an outstanding five-pound Super Chat and says, Metro, same as IGN. They were all over the CFO's comments but put up an article about Xbox going third-party. Not a peep from them about Spencer's rebuttal. Yeah, and, and why would they? Because, well, that's positive news. And positive Xbox news, I guess, does not get click engagement for these sites. How dis- Again, more, more disappointment uh maxi coleman generous friend of the program drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says how come you are a microsoft ceo and left this random dude's laugh at you like this does phil have no blood in his veins maxi look here's the thing he is got to be a proper gentleman he is the ceo he's not going to get in the middle of the conversations that we have on you know in our social circles i don't think he has to um, what he has to continue to do is bring more value to the people that support the brand like we do with Game Pass. He has to continue to innovate and he has to continue to bring uh, more games that we have, to, you know, that we want in our service. Uh, and I think he's doing that. I Honestly, you, you're never going to see Phil make a comment about, you know, something that someone at IGN said. because. He is honestly supposed to be above that. That's what we are here for. And obviously, you know, we're 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 we we're we are going to talk about it on this particular channel. But thank you, Maxie, for the uh the the the, the generosity and of course the comment. Uh dreadful Sean drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says, I still haven't seen an article about PlayStation taking digital content. Uh Discovery TV shows away from the people that paid for it. Uh, with no mention of a refund. CS so yes, yeah, again, that's that's what we were just talking about. That's what Pip was talking about. No, 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 no articles on that. Not even a one article on that. I saw. I only knew about it because people were posting it on Twitter. And I was like, hey, what? This is crazy. How's this? How is this happening in 2023? But you know, Igen, they won't cover it. Uh, uh, cheap gink. I think that's how you say it. Drops an outstanding five dollars so super chat and he says why talk about ign newsworthy they've proved bias back when dan stapleton refused to cover playstation network vp getting busted in a in a well in a pedophile sting oh i did not even know about that to be honest with you and that's that's definitely because it wasn't reported (laughs) <laughs> there, well, there, well there you go um and then there's the answer folks uh, uh highlander 001 drops an additional five dollar super chat and says the microsoft cfo was talking about call of duty and the profit margin of leaving call of duty on other consoles or other systems not about microsoft going third party it's about the dollars yes and that yeah you're absolutely correct in saying so I mean, he did say that, you know, in in that article that he that they wanted it uh, on any screen possible. And he did mention PlayStation and Nintendo. But again, I I honestly think it was taken out of context, which is exactly what Highlander was saying. And that's a that's a phenomenal point. And again, really, we kind of all knew that PlayStation would not have their uh, a competing service with them. Because, look, could you imagine if. Xbox Game Passes on PlayStation, and they're getting day and day games. And Sony is not putting day and day games. It would make their 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 service already sucks. Let's call a spade a spade. It's 160 <laughs> bucks a year for no day and date, no improvements to the service whatsoever, and occasionally, and I say occasionally, you are going to get a CS Sea of Stars where you're getting Sea of Stars level content on a on a monthly basis with xbox game pass so there's that and you're still um, streaming
1: ps3 games still
0: streaming ps3 games, streaming not downloading but streaming yeah it's, it's 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 definitely not good but look let's move on to the next topic and guys i want to get your flag i want to go to you first 12 What's million up? players for starfield on a game that most people want you to believe is mediocre it's mid as the kids like to say it's a seven well 12 million players since it launched on September 5th, or it was 5th or 6th. And we're, you know, we're just starting. It's the 4th of December. It's 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 been out three months. That is pretty good numbers for a game that is available in Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass for PC. And also it has sold over 10 million copies. One of the best-selling Bethesda games to date. Let's go, let's get your take on the confirmation from uh phil spencer about 12 million plus players
1: uh honestly i think phil spencer put this out there for uh a reason and the reason was these these articles keep saying oh starfield is losing their player count but it's it's a it's literally a a single player game so like after a few months single player games typically lose some player count correct but if 12 million people have played the game that's a lot of people what what how, what um what was Spider Man sales this year?
0: Five million copies uh, reported so far.
1: So five million. that it's more than double at this point. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. And Spider Man is uh, nominated for Game of the Year. And I love Spider Man. I'm not gonna lie that. I know you said it's an eight and a half for you. For me, that's my Game of the Year. But
0: good for you, man. That's excellent.
1: But at the same time, like Starfield is clearly doing that. Like Xbox is doing something right with Starfield something yes. is going right. And Phil Spencer had to put it out there that hey, you say you say we're losing player counts, but we've had 12 million people play this game. So, which which one is correct? You know?
0: Yeah, it, it, it's funny because like I said, I am quite enjoying Spider-Man. Um like I said, if 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 I if I had to pull if I had to give you a negative take on it, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's, it's more the Spider-Man. Fact that it is. It's <laughs> it, see, I won't say it's too much Spider-Man because I really loved Spider-Man 2018 so much so that I platinumed it. Um, I mm-hmm. am one trophy, one or two trophies away from platinuming Miles, uh, Miles Morales. I loved it uh, I, emotionally. I was like super invested in Miles for a, a, a lot of personal, uh, emotional ties to you know how his family was portrayed and stuff. And I and I've mm-hmm. gone through that. Um, I quite like I said this is this is a great it's a it's a great Spider Man game but you know it's it is a Spider Man game and 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 not that there's anything wrong with it but it's it's a Spider Man game okay I get it 8.8.5 out of 10 for me I enjoyed it so much I bought the controller I bought the place for my console I bought the digital deluxe edition I'm in the bag folks I'm not ashamed (laughs) to say that I enjoyed that game. I'm not ashamed to say it at all. I quite enjoy it, and I'm still enjoying it because I haven't beaten it yet. Um, But the truth of the matter is, is that when you look at something like Starfield, right, um, people are still talking about Starfield. And how do you know that, Web Dave, is you know that because every time you go to your socials, someone like Nico who has been, I think he just crossed. Nico Mueller. Yep. Yes. Yep. 16 <laughs> days. He's beaten it a multitude of times. And at every turn, he's not getting paid to talk about Starfield. Microsoft is, he's not on the payroll. He's a, he's a, he's a community guy that just really likes the game. Someone like Pong Soul. Someone like Steel Rain, who has, uh, you know, 100 plus hours, Pong Soul, 300 hours. Myself, five-plus days after I finally rolled credits, now I'm starborn, and now I'm rolling through it. Um, I just started New Game+. Plus. People are still talking about this game, and here is why this game is special. A, it's a Bethesda game, Dave, but B, people are going to be playing this game 10 years from now the same way they're playing other Bethesda games that are a decade old. Let's get your hot take on 12 million players touching starfield since it launched in early september this is this is a triumph for mm-hmm. a new ip
2: oh man i, I think it's it's great and, and those numbers are going to continue to grow the more people find out about it that that haven't played it and hopefully you know when we get uh you know more people in the game pass and they realize it's there and they can just download it and play it and then they'll get uh, hooked up in the in the phenom that is starfield um and the, and the thing that is exciting to me is how good it is how much we all are enjoying it right now we know that there is dlc coming we know that there is more content coming i mean the game is huge you pretty much hard to say you can get 100 percent everything done every planet every area every space in the game done in your lifetime and here there's more content coming i think that's fantastic so I'm really looking forward to it, and and you know, kudos to it, the team, amazing. Um, I'm just hoping that this is it's not a it's not a one and done. I I, I really believe that um, they have so much potential and so much growth that they can do with this uh, with this new franchise. Uh, I love it; it's a lot of fun. If you haven't played it, do yourself a favor, try it out. Don't listen to the haters because they're only hating because it's not on PlayStation, and that is the only reason. That they have, if it's if it's not on their plastic box, that's the only reason they don't like it. Because if it was, if it actually got done the way Sony wanted it to, they would be. It's the greatest game of a generation, which it is, but it's just not a PlayStation generational game.
1: Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, for sixteen ninety nine, you can play that and a host of other games on Game Pass. You don't even have to buy a console. You could, like I did the new OLED I have has the Xbox Hub. And you literally just got a single controller. And I'm here to tell you, man, it works like a console. Like, I could not tell the difference. I played Forza. I played Halo. I played Starfield. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is this. I'm playing this on my freaking TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Xbox has got it going on, man. And uh, like I said, I think that, uh, you know, come this Thursday, we're going to be incredibly impressed with what they have going on. They're bringing some big, big bombs with them, and I think, and again, I'm only going based on some of the excitement from you hear from like Jez Corden is great. He doesn't he doesn't reveal secrets, but you can tell he's excited um, when you listen to the Xbox Two podcast with him and Rand. Um, I want to
1: see Gear Six. I want to see Gear Six. That's dude, all that is.
0: <laughs> it, my, I I have a feeling that's going to be there in some way. That's just that's just my hot take on it. Uh, gear Six needs to to show up uh, in a big way because we know that the Coalition has been working on it. We know that the Masters of Unreal. Uh, personally, folks, like I said, I don't know how you feel about Gears 5. I gave Gears 5 a 9.5 out of 10. I reviewed it uh, for, actually reviewed it for Xbox and I loved every second of it because it's it gave me what I wanted out of Gears and that's kind of opened the doors. It was an open yeah. world. They're using
1: Unreal Engine Five, right? On the in the new one, they're using the new Unreal Engine. Oh yeah,
0: Unreal Five is for Gear Six. Unreal Four was for Gears Five. Yeah, so yeah, Unreal uh, they're definitely using the new Unreal Five for Gear Six, which is amazing. And you know they're the masters of that Unreal Engine. That's just the Coalition. They they may not have released anything in a minute, but when they do, it's going to be a big deal. I'm I'm very excited for that. But uh, and look, way Johnson won High Busters ten out of ten. Yeah, High Busters. We need we need more uh, one-offs like that. Actually, I'd love to see that come to to, to Halo Infinite. To be honest with you, um, I don't need a seventy-hour campaign. Give me fourteen hours of let's say Team Osiris with Locke, and let us find out what happened. You know, leading up to Halo Infinite. That that that's what I will take. I, that's what I need in my life. Because I, I mean, listen, I know a lot of people don't like Locke um i'd love to see what happened with him i'd love to see what happened with buck i'd love to see what happened with the rest of team osiris that would be a dope 14 hours and you know just just take the blueprint of hive busters that's all you got to do hive busters was freaking dope As a matter of fact i got to record footage of some gear stuff because i I, you know i I gotta i gotta get some other stuff other than halo and i'm gonna i'm actually gonna run through hive busters again uh this month because I, I usually play it in december at least once and that's such a phenomenal uh uh single player game but listen um or or multiplayer you can play it in uh uh if if you want with your friends what's mm-hmm. the be able to let's get your hot take on this um there are some in the community and i'm not bringing the media into this cuz you know the media they are who we thought they were as and coach green said all those years ago um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Fly Guy. You know they are who we thought they were. Right? Coach Green <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he was the Vikings head coach. Um,
1: Man. I'm a Vikings fan, so it's hilarious.
0: I'm a Steeler fan, and we sucked <laughs> yesterday, and our quarterback's out for a month. So yeah, good luck. We have Trubisky. That's going to be the we're going to be we're not, not going to make the playoffs. It's just awful. It's just it is what it is. Um, but so, Fuzzy Bell Let's get let's let's get back to gaming. I'm sorry, I took it off to the left. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Some people in the gaming community want us to forget about Starfield that the game is uh, what some people are saying and I've seen this Mr. irrelevant of 2023 didn't didn't deliver on its promise. the world you know traversal isn't as good as it should be because it's better in others. Uh, too much like a Bethesda game. Uh, it's you know Bethesda joint that's like a Bethesda joint. I, I don't know if I like that. So when you see that a game that is as vast as this is, because it is, it's a big game, 12 plus million players have started their journey in Starfield. Uh, One of the most exciting things that no matter who you talk to, you get a different experience. You get a different scenario. I, I, I love the fact that no one tells the same story in Starfield on how they play and who they've met 12 million players confirmed by Phil Spencer at the Brazil event pretty big deal oh yeah
3: and it's funny i when when uh, it got snubbed for the uh, the game awards i was thinking of like new categories that they should probably add i mean other than like the you know b- biggest snubbed category kind of thing between that and Hogwarts i was thinking about the like mm-hmm. the most talked about or or uh rent-free in everybody's mind kind of thing. <laughs> and uh Starfield would definitely be that for 2023. I mean, th- there were news or or there were gaming sites that were like, wow. Oh, I've already forgotten about Starfield. Wait, so if you forgot How about, you it, why about are you it? writing an <laughs> article about it, <laughs> you're not writing an article about any other game that you obviously forgot about that came out earlier in the year or any other time of the year, but you, you purposely wrote an article saying you forgot about Starfield, but then writing the article tells us that you didn't forget. So I don't know. It, it 12 million is is kind of like what I expected at this point in time. I think by the time it reaches its one-year anniversary, 20 million players, if not 30 million players, will have played Starfield at that point. Um, I'm sitting just shy of 13 days of playtime. And like I said, Jeez. I was like a, a madman where I had... I think three simultaneous playthroughs before Forza came out. So it was like, I was trying to do it.
0: Yeah. Dude, he was a fly guy. He was playing three different games at the same time. How he still has a head. I don't <laughs> believe it because my head would have exploded already.
3: <laughs> well, I, I wanted to make sure I tried each one of the factions, like, like in a different order and like pick different companions. And there's just so many different possibilities in this game that, that was probably the biggest appeal. Like everybody's going to have like their favorite faction that they're going to sign up with and everything and play through. Everybody's going to probably have their favorite free starship that they get based on some of those rewards from the faction, um, you know, outcomes and things like that, or, or other you know goodies that they give you depending on which one you pick. But th- this game just has so much depth to it. And, and the fact that, it's going to be played 10 years from now, even 20 years from now. And and mods are already, you know, making this into like your, your perfect, you know, Star Wars simulator to some extent. If you want to be a, a Jedi, well, it, you don't even have to do the mods to kind of act like a Jedi because of some uh, mechanics in the game kind of thing. I mean, the only thing missing is a lightsaber. But outside of that, you got so many different possibilities, whether it's weapon types. Uh, different starships you could build, Uh, the fact that you could do base building, hearing that somebody like, um, uh, you know, decrypted some of the the coding and stuff like that. And so that you could build uh, that there's, uh, I guess, code in there so you could build uh, space stations and stuff like that. Although it's not in the game currently, but it's probably something that either the modders are going to make themselves or you'll have uh, it as an add-on later on. And let's not forget, there is DLC that they're still working on, which I think they said was going to be about six months out. So that would put it right in time for March compared to its original release date. And with that, um, there's also supposed to be the actual official modding tools released around that time as well. So the fact that there's thousands of mods and we don't even have the actual proper tools yet, I mean, yes, it, it's based on Bethesda's, you know, creation engine and stuff like that. Even though this is an uh, updated version of that, most of the stuff kind of carries over. Some stuff winds up breaking, though, uh, as the uh, modders have found. But there, there's just so much depth to this game. And I, I, I can only imagine, like, uh, you know, 10 years from now, what the mods and the actual continued support will be for this game, like, it will probably be the same, you know, genre, obviously, as far as like sci fi RPG, but it, it's going to probably feel quite a bit different in a good way as far as all of the things that will be like quality of life updates, uh, additional missions, additional story branches, and things like that. Like, th- this game has so much going for it. And 12 million players, I mean, was kind of like to be expected considering this is like xbox's biggest title in in quite some time so uh I, I i just i i don't know i i just try not to pay attention to those media sites that want to talk about oh how they're losing player count but it's a single player game like do we do this for other single player games like i don't I see about to say
1: i got a question about- did spider spider-man did they do it for spider-man because i don't know if no. they did that for spider-man Oh, okay. I mean, okay. It, I know somebody crawled
3: <laughs> great, like great uh, the trophy there, list. Great
1: guy.
3: <laughs> we'll see. The, the thing is, like, with with the way PlayStation's player count is, since nothing, well, other than the things that are actually on PC and Steam, like, I think somebody um, put a count together. Like, actually, several people put a count together. Whether it was J Rock or or the Black Viking or or someone else, like, if you were to take all of PlayStation's titles that are on PC and on Steam added up their peak player count, it was half of what the actual current care player count was for Starfield. So, if that's if that tells you anything, considering most of those, if not all of those, are single player games, why are we worrying about Starfield losing player count when God of War? Yes, I understand it was only four years later that it finally became uh, available on Steam, but. I don't I don't see any articles talking about, oh, the fact that there is like
1: three people playing like, really? <laughs> so not, I don't not know. that it, it's Horizon, yeah. you know, Horizon, We don't see that about Horizon either. We don't I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the common denominator is, but something about it. Uh, We don't see it for those other single player games. I don't know what it is. So somebody want to let me know? Yeah, I mean,
3: well, they'll they'll <laughs> claim that, oh, it's released later, so there isn't as much interest, which to me tells me that Sony should probably do day and date for PC releases anyway. I mean, it would only make sense. I mean, most of the PC, well, you're either going to have two customer bases. You're either going to have the PlayStation 5 guys that have a PC. Can you get them the double dip and buy it on both the PS5 and the PC? I mean, I love how we have dual entitlement with Xbox as far as for PC through the Windows Store and and on the console, but they need to do day and date. So you have those guys will will either be able to play it in the best possible way, which is on PC most of the time, or you'll have the PC crowd that don't want to bother with console, but still want to play those games. Why not have it where it's day and date? I don't foresee it cannibalizing sales because if the guy has a PS5 and a PC, they're still at least buying it once. The guy that only has a PC and doesn't have a PS5 probably wasn't not buying it until it comes anymore. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. So, just release yeah. the game on PC. Then, then we'll talk. About, well, then we'll see if there's still an interest in single player games that have like a 20 hour lifespan uh, or or 20 hours to complete type of thing. How much the player count falls off after the first you know couple of uh, days or weeks or whatever. But yeah, it, 12 million players is a good number for this type of title and like i said i expect 20 million by its one year anniversary if not 30 million by its one year anniversary but we'll 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 see how it goes and six well by march at uh dlc will definitely bring whatever players have fallen they'll bring yeah. them back so
0: yeah absolutely we'll Listen, uh, real quick, I don't know who said it in the chat. Hold on a second. Let me see if there's a super chat here that actually said it. My God, I'm so sorry. Someone in the chat said, Hey, listen, FYI, Xbox Gamers, CD Keys has um uh Game Pass the three the three-month subscription uh on sale right now for 27 bucks. So it's half price. But I'm gonna give you one better, folks, because I just bought it. I actually bought two and they're both for gifts. I bought the 12 month uh the year subscription to Game Pass, folks, at CD Keys right now, $49.99. Mm. So if you need it, go buy it forthwith 12 months for $49.99. I just bought two of them, folks. It works like legit works. Um, look, uh, I know that we uh in the title, which I'm gonna change, is Xbox is changing the gaming industry in big ways. Um, I'm gonna pull that. I'm gonna pull that topic live on the air because what I want to do is I want to have some fun. Now, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to the dude in the in in the chat. Uh, I just welcomed him in. He has a different a different opinion of Starfield. You're allowed, brother. You are allowed to hang out with us and have a different opinion. We don't judge, man. There's no judgment here. In, like what you like, and just come and hang out and have fun. um You know what I want to do for fun, guys? Because I'm not gonna sit down with either of you before the game awards because obviously fuzzy and uh web dave will be joining me on the post show which we'll be covering on uh friday morning as we've done for the last five years uh this is the sixth sixth year in a row that we'll be covering uh the results you know the winners the losers the snubs and of course more importantly all of the big announcements so friday morning 10 a.m eastern standard time on breakfast with boom we will be covering that I'm not doing a show per se. I'm going to try and jump on Mav's stream that he's doing at the Fun Speculation Network. Uh, jump on there for a little bit during the live stream. I kind of just want to watch it as a fan. I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. a podcast related. Wednesday evening, we're doing our prediction show with everyone from Primetime Gaming. Retri from Game Pass Daily will be joining us. I might have one other guest. Join us as well. We're gonna do our predictions on that evening. That's at at 7 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday evening. But uh, I'll start first with Fly Guy. Uh, we know, thanks to Phil Spencer, uh, that uh, that Xbox is gonna have a presence there. You see, so see, so I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Nintendo is unlikely to have anything big because, well, Nintendo does their own things as they've done for years with their Treehouse events. And if this, if, the, if you're going to announce a Switch 2, it's not going to be at the Game Awards because you're trying to still sell Switch 1s, right? Uh, we know that yeah. they're up for two Game of the Year nods, obviously, with Mario Wonder, which is amazing, which my nephew beat in front of me this weekend. And I don't know how he does it. That last board, that last Bowser fight, ridiculous. But he did it, and he's 14, so go figure. Um, and, of course, Zelda. Here's of the Kingdom, phenomenal mm-hmm. Zelda game. The, you know, Both of them deserve to be there, at least in my opinion. We know, and I think I'm going to assume. Now, if I make an ass out of myself, I will admit it, but I don't think Sony is going to have a presence at all outside of potentially maybe bringing Kojima to talk about Death Stranding 2 because themselves, their first party is hurting. They don't have anything ready because... They move they move directions and that's why Jim Ryan is not there so I don't think they're gonna bring anything my guy this is an opportunity to sell the gaming public on why they should consider Xbox mm-hmm. um and you know I'm thinking they're gonna bring three to four trailers mm-hmm. you're saying gear six. A lot of people seem to think in the, in the community that Indiana Jones by Machine Games is going to be there. That's a good pick. And if you don't know, if, you, if you're a fan, or you're subscribed to Disney+, Plus, uh, the new Indiana Jones film launched on that service this Friday. And, you know, it, it would go kind of like perfect if they dropped the trailer, get people interested in the film, get people interested in the game. For you, what do you hope? xbox brings to the big show which if you've been following like i think we all have the game awards maybe you don't like keely maybe you don't like the game awards on how the reviews and how the 120 people vote and i i hear you but the truth of the matter is is that engagement in business is what matters and every year the Game Awards gets millions and millions of more views. It has grown exponentially over the course of the 10 years that it has become a thing. What do you hope that Xbox brings to the table to really cement why you should be an Xbox uh, subscriber to Game Pass?
1: As you guys already know, I already said Gears is one thing I'm hoping that we do see. Um, but that aside from Gears... There's uh, there's a few different games uh, that I would like to see. One being Stalker H- Stalker: Heart of Chernobyl. I want to see that. Um, with everything they got going on going on over there, for them to continue to be able to develop this game, I want to see what they got cooking. Um, that's one. Uh, but what was that? I'm trying to think of that game that we actually saw at E3 this year. It Wasn't E3 because it, they changed it or right. whatever. Right. But um, it was the the southern game. Um, South of Midnight. South of Midnight. That's what I want to see. That
0: game looks that's, so that that's, compulsion. I, that's yes,
1: I want to see. see that. I would love to see that game. Um, and let let just just for you know for me, if they said, hey, we're remaking uh Jet Set Radio Future, I wouldn't be upset. I won't be mad. I won't be mad.
0: Uh, you know, Sega's gonna have a present. They've confirmed they're gonna be there, and we know that Microsoft is is working with them exclusively on 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 the on, you know the, the the big games as they call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that could be a possibility. They we they're rumored to have been working on jet set and crazy taxi for that matter. Uh so mm-hmm. maybe that would be mm-hmm. big, dude. Yeah. yeah. That
1: would make me a little too happy. I'm not gonna and lie.
0: He, obviously, <laughs> you're a you're a fan. If I may suggest something to you that you may or may not know is out, uh did you see the game um Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk? Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. I got I got
0: put yeah. onto that by uh by I was like, boom, you got, if you're a Jet Set fan, you got to play this game. Uh, it would have made such a great Game Pass game. It should have, because no, it launched up against so much big, other big games that no one even knows about it. Yeah. Cyberpunk is like a, a, a spiritual successor. It basically is Jet Set Radio, just not made by Sega. Uh, yeah. and I bought it. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, so I mean, those are good picks. Those are, those are fun, those are phenomenal picks, Dave. I want to bring you into the conversation, but I oh, yep. let me catch up on super chat, sir. Jonas the dad. First of all, welcome and thank you for the two dollars super chat. He says he has 25 days in Starfield. He's at level 102, and he's just now getting ready for base building. Wow! I I, I hang my head in sh- bag of shame. Five days. I should. I have actually been told you you barely scratched the service. Boom. I wouldn't say that publicly. <laughs> five days. I'm sorry. I'm ashamed. <laughs> Thanks so much for the generosity, brother, and congratulations that you're enjoying the game, Jonas the Dad. Um, Salt. I love the name. Salt the fries. Eighty six. Indeed. Um, he drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "Why?" And this is a great question. This is a great question folks. Why can Insomniac use the same great template uh, and be applauded for it every time while Bethesda can't, even if they actually changed it so much? And yeah, that there again, uh, he's referring to the Bethesda ass Bethesda game not being good enough because it's a Bethesda game. When you look at Spider-Man and like I said, I you can't argue the fighting mechanics, the traversal, they do it worse. Insomniac is legit the best studio that they have on the uh, PlayStation Studios. Carrying the,
1: Sony right now. Carrying Sony.
0: Carrying Sony. Yeah, very well said. We absolutely carrying them on their back. And their Spider-Man engine, even though, yes, we've played three versions of it, you cannot argue that that engine is not dope. Their fighting mechanics are amazing. No pun intended. And that's a, that's a great point, Salter Fries. Uh, and Torino Johnson drops wait a second uh this is crazy folks i'm saying this live on the air because torino johnson has once again shamed mr boomstick for my time played in starfield folks he has 40 days 13 hours and 21 minutes he's level 115 new game plus times five as of right now been to a world with no constellations. still loving it finished mk1 not happy so, folks, forty days in Starfield, he's finished the game. He said, "Been to a world where there was no constellation." I didn't know that was happening. I've seen people actually meet themselves. It happens randomly, which is freaking awesome. Um, well, that's good, man. That's congratulations. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it that much. I, I loved every second of it. I don't. Rec- I wish I had more time, but I'm back to Harry Potter, which I won the Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which is another phenomenal game um but web dave let's bring you in on the conversation sir what do you hope we know they're going to be there i think they're going to bring three to four trailers i think that they are going to take over the game awards i think even though they're not going to be winning as many awards as they probably should that's okay i still think xbox is going to be the talk of the town and if you are going to have millions upon millions of viewers which most of which are going to be casual or the casual audience what better time to show off and take over the game awards when Sony is down and Nintendo is not going to show up with their wares because they're going to do their own thing what do you think
2: well I guess we're speculation guess hopeful thinking wishful thinking whatever you want to say What they need to do is every break, or at least every other break, needs to be some form of Game Pass ad at the show. Mm. And I mean like one ad being, you know, Game Pass, only this much a month, and here's the family games, you know, the, the... Banjo, the, the all the different ones, the uh, Minecraft, all the ones that are quote unquote family games that are that are included in Game Pass, and then say as you close it up, you know, and beginning in January, Crash Bandicoot, all you know, all the Yay. other ones that are going to be dropping, you know, you know, the best deal in gaming, and then another commercial maybe a little later on, saying you know, Call of Duty fan, Game Pass is for you, you know, Call of Duty, you come into Game Pass, and here's Every single Call of Duty game dropping in Game Pass on January 1st or something like that, just to absolutely mm. like what? You know, and just to, and hit it home every time. Just keep hitting it home. And then hopefully close to the end of the show and the big finale. I to
1: still produce a bad, a bad article. Go ahead and continue.
2: Well, well, you probably <laughs> but, but at the end come out and say, you know, now, you know, oh, by the way, starting now that the show's over, here is you know, Game Pass family, thirty-four ninety-nine, whatever it is, you know, still a great value. Five people can be on one Game Pass account or under one banner with the family plan and it'd be like, you know, it still save you tons of money. Um, also, you know, we all hope <laughs> that uh, you know, if it is quote unquote game of the year. Baldur's gate that it uh that it drops day and date uh, uh in game Pass oh by the way, you know baldur's Gate is coming to game Pass and it's available right now that would just
0: mic drop
2: it would it would be fantastic, and that to me that would be uh something that they need to do. They really need to bring the kitchen sink, everything in the kitchen sink and just bring it all. Dump it on to play anything you can. I mean, obviously those things are gonna hold back and safe. And I like that. I like that. Dreamcast games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but but and there's just so much that you 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 can do. Um, and, and you I guarantee you, Phil and M have had lots of meetings about what's the best way to get the most impact and still have a roadmap, which I guarantee they're gonna have, that they're gonna be dropping some kind of um show in, in January or February. That's going to be, you know, where you actually get to with the devs looked like they did last year. And then, of course, this quote unquote E3 time of year, uh, you, know, you know, they've got plans for that as well. And to continue the growth and the drops and, uh, you know, spreading the value of Game Pass. But Game Pass, if it is their linchpin, they're big. Exactly. <laughs> I love what Jared Max says. Go big or go home. And uh, they um, they went home last year. This year, it's time to make it their show. No matter who wins, the overall winner needs to be Microsoft and Xbox brand. That really needs to be the winner from for the casual gamer, in my opinion. I,
0: I absolutely agree. I I, th- I think you're on to something. I think they need to go there. Uh, considering that last year, they were there with only a Game Pass ad. I think that last year, we all understand as fans, that's what had to happen because of the whole ABK uh you know a situation where i don't want to say they were purposely looking weak but they could not really put it out there oh they could yeah yeah yeah. so they, they, they they were they were doing things um in a way that they had to do them i think that this is a year that considering i mean 2023 for xbox has been bombastic uh, for games, for game releases, they have released a lot of. And again, I know that people continue going. Well, what about you know, uh, you know, the, the Redfall? Redfall happened, folks. It was they dropped the ball. It happens, dude. Doesn't mean that does not define the entire year that they have had. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. It is a it is a miss. They know they missed You know, obviously, you saw what happened with Phil coming out there. Uh, with paris and the
2: gang uh, For- uh, kind of funny <laughs> I, yeah, you know. say, I
1: wasn't <coughs> oh, i wasn't sorry. even gonna say forespoken because forespoken wasn't made by playstation i'm gonna it's say still. blood hunt blood hunt
2: well there you go <laughs> yeah yeah there you go Sony <laughs> only has problems too people
0: yeah they absolutely do they absolutely do but listen um fuzzy bell over there. let's get your hot take on this and we'll get everyone out of here uh mm. what what are you hoping that they show up with and 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 to dave and and, uh, and um To Dave's point, specifically, you know, like literally hitting, hitting, hitting with Game Pass ad after Game Pass ad, Mm -hmm. and obviously, you know, we're here for the games, right? That that's what we are here for. Yeah. Um, I think this is a great time to show what 2024 is going to look like.
3: Well, one, one of the things I'm hoping that they show and, and it's not to be like a in their face kind of thing for the game awards, but show, you know, maybe it's a you know 30 second snippet of combat because I know everybody's been asking for combat for Hellblade 2. But at the tail end of it, hmm, have the date for the uh, developers direct. They'll be either January or February at the end of it for a deeper dive on the combat and all the mm-hmm. other systems for Hellblade 2. Maybe an update. It doesn't have to be released in 2024, but maybe an update for Perfect Dark because they showed it at the Game Awards in the past. So maybe a, a update letting us know that it could be another 2024 game or possibly a 25 game. Um, I, I think it's it, it's a good idea to have possibly that there, but to like what Dave was saying with with Game Pass, the one thing that they've kind of and and even Phil has kind of hinted at it uh, recently that. It's more about uh, they won't be able to release the family plan until they can get everything worked out with their partners. As far as it's probably like the profit sharing (laughs) and stuff like that, where you go from one uh, person for a subscription to five people for the subscription. I'm, I'm pretty sure some of their partners probably want like maybe a bigger cut or something like that. But if they've gotten all of that worked out, hopefully we hear something about the family plan at the Game Awards. Having something like that announced just before the holidays at the Game Awards where you have a lot of casuals watching the Game Awards, I think would be the, I wouldn't say the kill shot for this generation, but it'll definitely have a lot of people, you know, start to think, well, if me and my uncle or my brother or me and my wife and our kids, we sign up for this and we all have access to all these games for, you know, 25, 30 or whatever a month, yeah, it, it would be like a, a, a no thought. You you don't even have to think long before you signed up kind of deal. So I, I would like to see something like that uh, take place at, at the Game Awards. But we know that there's going to be something Sega related there. And, you know, Microsoft and, and Sega have been close partners or mainly Xbox and, and Sega have been close partners over these years. And what better way? I, although I don't think they need to be acquired necessarily. And it would be. You know, what I would like to see ultimately uh, where they're, you know, uh, like their publisher arm for, you know, Japan or the, for the East kind of thing. But maybe that partnership deepens where we get to see what that super game is. And maybe it's virtual fighter, t- uh, uh, like an updated virtual fighter or something like that. Or, or maybe it's Shinobi or what, whatever their super game is. It's coming to Game Pass day and date gets shown on the stage kind of thing yes now we're talking Being the mic drop but uh, yeah
0: oh dude yep now we're talking that's what that's what that's what we need in our lives folks uh we need big big games to show off partnerships they need to appeal to outside of america Mm -hmm. right uh the the asian region of course japan korea things of that nature they need a presence, they don't have a presence now, and, 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 and but they're working on it. And we know yeah. that with all the partnerships that specifically Sega, Sega, whether you think that they're re- relevant or not, they are relevant, still relevant in Japan. Yeah, um, I'd love, I'd love to see it. I, I think that they should, uh, and again, not saying that you know you can't count out Sony, you can't count out Nintendo to show up, but the truth of the matter is, is that it's unlikely that either of them will, and if they don't. Well then, that's fine. Let Xbox, you know, really um, show up in a big way. Show us all kinds of games because that's the one thing about Xbox that you have to admit, especially when you talk about Game Pass, the types of genres that are available for your service are incredible. Uh, and again, I'm not saying anything's wrong with the way that Nintendo does it or uh, or Sony does it, but you get a different plet- a plethora of choice. in in everything from first-person shooters to rtss and everything in between and uh look i I, I would
1: say that i would say that with nintendo and xbox playstation it's almost all the same game
0: it really is it's it's just it's just (laughs) it's just told different stories a very similar art style a lot of people don't like it i i dig it that that's my thing that's why i like oh no it looks great <laughs> Man, yeah it, lo- it does it looks phenomenal it's there that's they're like telling a, a, a move you're playing a movie basically but a lot of people don't like that and that's fine if you don't like it i hear you uh but look l- let's get out of here uh folks uh let's welcome in a couple more super chats uh we have unruly games drops an outstanding one pound super chat thank you for the generosity and of course jacks 82 drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says what if at the game awards sega is talking new Sega era, and what if they announce they are getting back into the console race, uh, and Peter Moore is the CEO? Uh, I would fall on the floor if that happened because you did see that uh, that Peter Moore actually just put that tweet about him in the 360 and Sega. that was a random treat, uh, treat, uh, t- treat, uh, tweet. And then, of course, of course, we can't forget President Bond. She was out there for some reason tweeting. About the 360 logo, very interesting stuff, Miss Bond. Uh, I, I don't know what she was implying, but I can't wait to find out. Uh, I would listen,
1: 100% buy another same Sega co- uh, console. I would
0: 100% dude, buy it. I one. have in storage not one, not two, I have three Sega Dreamcasts. Two are American, one was actually gifted to me by Mad Atticus. He gave me a brand new one, dude. Brand. New and I have the import version as well. I have 86 plus games. I have everything, most of my stuff is imports, and it's I have every SNK and Capcom game ever made on the Dreamcast. I, I, I that's my that, yes, sir. Power Stone one and two. Which Capcom, what are you doing? Can we get a remake of these? Because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Charge me, charge me more, Capcom. I don't <laughs> care. Um, but we'll start first with you, uh, Fly Guy. Thank you so much for joining us, brother. It's great to have you on. We'll definitely have you back. Please, by all means, sell your brand. Tell people about your YouTube channel, what you got going on, and more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media?
1: All right, guys. Again, my name is Fly Guy Gbg. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's or or X, whatever you call it. On Twitter, it's at Real Fly Guy Gbg uh, because my old Twitter got. Um, anyway, uh, but also uh, I do have a YouTube channel. I stream on Twitch and on Kick, uh, but my YouTube channel is something I'm trying to bring back to life because, as uh, uh, Griggity said earlier, I was the NBA Live guy. He used to watch my stuff, and now my channel is kind of dead. So I'm trying to revive it with this 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 um. Yeah, uh, com- not console news, but like gaming news in general because I love gaming. Um, I spend a lot of my time doing that, and I also like to make fun of people. So if you let that kind of content, come, 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 check me out. Well, listen,
0: brother. <laughs> we, 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 again, all this information is going to be in the show notes. So all you got to do is click it twice: once to get there, once to subscribe, and if you're feeling generous, once uh, for the uh, bell icon so you know every time he goes live and puts up content. Uh. And uh, fly guy, thank you so oh, much for joining us. One brother. more yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: sure. I also I'm trying to uh, I am trying to do uh, start my own podcast similar to this. And I'm actually g- grateful that I met you guys because I've had I have friends that make content, but none of them want to do this podcast. And I need people to do a podcast with. I'm not trying to talk about myself. I'm not going to lie to you. So that is something <laughs> I have in the works. I don't know when I'm going to do this yet, but it is something I plan on doing. So if you guys want to be on the show, check me out, whatever. You know, yeah, it's going to be well, we'll definitely
0: guest on the show, and we'll definitely have you back so we can help promote it as well. So when you get that rolling, you DM me and we'll get you on. And uh, like we have the Black Vikings joining us on the 13th. He's launching his show on the fifth, but he'll be <laughs> joining us on Primetime Gaming on the 13th. And obviously, that gotcha. is to uh sell his brand. So it will obviously help sell your brand once you get ready to rock and roll. And I definitely guest on there for sure. Uh Ultraman in the chat drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, Hey boom and company. What's up, brother? Welcome to the program and thank you for the generosity. Web Dave, sell the brand, brother. Talk about last night's show. You had an amazing you had representation from TSWS gaming. You also had Dirt Grigity on there. It was a, a slobber knocker, as, as as it's been called. Talk about it. Where could people check that out? And more importantly, where could people find you on social media?
2: Thanks, Boom. Appreciate you having me on, as always. Uh, I love being here, and uh, and it was uh, it was great uh, being back here with with Fuzzy, the man himself. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, but yeah, no, last night's show was uh, was off the chains, off the hook. If you get a chance to watch the replay, it's still trending pretty high right now. So the links in the description. Click on it. It was with uh, Sean and Dirk Grigety from TTS, uh, and of course they um, they have also have the we we bleed green uh, as well and uh so yeah they're they're diehard uh fans of the xbox brand and uh they're not ashamed to show it and um so anyway it's 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 very they're very funny and uh it's it's, it's awesome so yeah check it out it's uh very uh, very happy to, to do that and uh, next week's episode is going to be a big one sorry my phone's going off um we've got randall thor 19 coming on next weekend
0: Oh, congrats, bro. That is freaking huge. Yeah, Rand's a good guy. He's making the rounds. Rand had taken some time off from making rounds. I'm going to get him on the show at some point as well. That's a big get, brother. We're looking forward to it. Um, But uh, listen, again, thank you, Dave, for being here. Thank you for what you always do within the community. And, of course, let's get to Fuzzy Belvedere. Brother, tell everyone for the best place of anything and everything racing. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media?
3: I just want to start off by thanking you for having me on. Always awesome being on here with you guys. It was awesome having a special guest, Fly Guy, on here as well. Love your takes on things. Greatly, greatly appreciate you being uh, or being able to take the time to join us today. And yeah, it, it's you definitely uh, put put a light on or a spotlight on the uh, the Xbox tax or whether people want to call it that or not, and how you know the gaming media definitely is doing something fishy out there. But uh, man. Always love being on here with you, Boom and Web Dave. Uh, for those that want to hear my uh, rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app, formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find me on FSP later on tonight on Fun Speculations uh, channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time later on tonight. And then look forward to seeing everybody that's here in the chat on Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Breakfast with Boom. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks.
0: Well, thank you. And gentlemen, it was great to have everyone here. Big shout out to the 600 plus people that were here. If you're finding the channel for the first time, we are almost at 14 K folks, 200 and change away. And you can help us get there by subscribing Uh, again. Hit the bell icon. If you're feeling generous and more importantly, if you can share this out on social media, so maybe just maybe we can hit that 14 K by the end of 2023, that would be a big deal. Uh, And of course, a big thank you to all of the Super Chats. The generosity uh, is uh, is incredibly welcomed. We are appreciative of it. And, of course, we're going to put it back into the community because December 23rd, or, or which is going to be – well, it's the Friday before Christmas. Christmas is the following Monday. That Friday morning's Breakfast with Boom, which I believe is going to be the 22nd, I think it is, 23rd, 24th. Yeah, so it would be December 22nd is our sixth annual Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. And we are giving away, folks, you know, $1,500 worth of prizes. That's right. Ten $100 gift cards and two grand prizes. Two people in the chat, one of which is going to be a channel member. One is going to be somebody in the chat just hanging out, celebrating the day with us is going to walk away with a $250 gift card to your choice of platforms, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo eShop. And we will be delivering those like Santa and Mrs. Claus uh, to you uh, throughout the day on on that Friday and hoping to get everything to everyone by Saturday before Christmas. And all you got to do to be involved is be in the chat. Type the hashtag, which, of course, we will give out that day. And if you're in the chat and you do the hashtag, uh, you win, you get your prize. Uh, if you, uh, The first half, the first half of prizes, the first six, are going to go to the channel members. Uh, if you were a channel member supporting Double Barrel Gaming, you get first crack. The second six will go to anyone in the chat that joined us that day. And uh, we couldn't do that without the Super Chats and the channel memberships. And of course, folks. I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.